Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales. Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and tonight I'm joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, Ryan. How are you doing, sir? Good. Good. Staying cool. Staying cool. It is like 92 and humid where we are at, so brutal. And we turned up the air conditioning for this, so it's quickly heating up. It is heating up. And uh, we got a fun episode planned, but uh, before we get into that, so last week in Colorado, I haven't seen you in a week, so, you know, things have changed a lot. Yeah, hey. Yeah. I'm starting to grow. You look very different. I do. I'm I'm tanner. (laughs) I'm growing my beard out a little bit. You grew a foot and a half? Yeah, exactly. So Puberty finally hit? Boy, I'm like a, yeah, different person. So I apologize in advance for the voice cracks. But, uh, you know, we're going to kick up the ep- off the episode, as we usually do, talking about the games we played recently. Uh, not a whole lot, mostly portable stuff for me this week since I was uh, on the plane and out in good old Mountain, Colorado. So had a good time there. And uh, Ryan... You just Game boy the entire time. Game boy the entire time. Lauren was hiking and I was like, you know, playing Lane Before Time on my Game Boy Color. So, um, but before we do that, and before we get into questions and our, you know, the topic of the episode, I have something for you, bro. So I need you to like pause because, you know, your birthday is coming up and you're going to go hanging out with some friends in another city and you're not going to be here. So, you know, Lauren and I, we hooked you up with something real nice for your apartment. All right. So just I got to go get it. You got to close your eyes, though. Okay. Close them. Keep them close. All right. I'll be right back. This is terrifying. Yeah, I don't like surprises. So this is. uh... Keep them closed. Keep them closed. Yeah, they're closed. All right. Keep them closed. Keep them closed. They're closed still. All right. Keep them closed. Hold on. All right, so now, Ryan, this one's for you, brother. Okay. You can open up your uh, eyes. Yeah. <gasps> yes. So they're more glasses. They're bamboo tumblers, um, Star Wars themed, of course. And if you turn it around, there's even a theme on the back. Oh my gosh. So these look amazing. Darth Vader and Yoda. They are not microwave safe, but you can put them in the dishwasher. So I hand wash everything. So. Yeah, so good stuff, oh. brother. Um,. You can drink. Those your, look great. Drink your coffee in that. You can drink uh, water, whatever you want, man. So all um, my cool looking glasses are from you at this point. I know because <laughs> when you moved into your apartment, your housewarming gift was uh, four um, Rick and Morty like you know yeah. tumbler glasses or whatever, and we saw those at this awesome toy store. So we were in Colorado, and uh, you know, rest in peace, Jeffrey and Toys R Us just went debunked. They you know went bankrupt yeah. and. Uh, we walked in this toy store. It was two stories high, um, and they just had everything you can imagine. Just Legos, like all kinds of different animal plushes, coloring books, um, little figurines, baby clothes, all kinds of stuff. And I saw those, and I was like, this is what Ryan needs in his life. So, yes. Those um, look amazing. Good stuff. Glad you like them. So, Thank you very much. No problem, man. No problem. Our pleasure. So we are going to get into the games we've been playing recently. Uh, Ryan, why don't you kick it off for us? Yeah, so I had more time than he did. I played Dark Souls a bit this week. I restarted or made a new character um, because um, I wanted the Black Knight's Halberd, and it's a 20% drop, so I had to rebeat the first kind of dungeon boss and 
run around. I finally got that, so now I like three shot the gargoyles boss. It's crazy. So you started from the character that you started with when I was watching you play. You started a new character. Yeah. Okay. So it took me three characters to be or finally get that drop. Wow. So okay. I had to go through that first like malady guy in the uh, prison, mm-hmm. and then you just run around, and then you go through that like dragon's valley. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And yep. then you're at that black knight. So I was killing black knights at like level seven or what level one guy wait wow okay that's crazy so what class were you pl- what class did you start with the first character and what are you playing as now um i think i started as a knight the okay. first time and now i'm a warrior okay see i think when i started dark souls originally i played it on the 360 i was um the guy who could throw fire whichever one the pyromancer yeah i was a pyromancer because that's a a class that a lot of people recommend starting with if you're like like a new new to souls games yeah but um, you can get that pyromancer glove mm-hmm. like somewhat early on okay yeah yeah it's fun Cool. Um, so I finally got that, so that's good. Um, then I played some Minecraft, as I usually do, just to relax from the stress of Dark Souls. Um, working on a castle and starting to actually pan out. Um, and then I got an app, so I redid my entire apartment cleaning and everything yesterday. So I was playing like a click game yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was a Crush em All. Nice. And it's like an RPG, so every time you restart... You get these points that you can upgrade your characters. Nice. And when you restart going through like a certain number of levels, you keep those upgraded characters. Okay, so it's cool. more RPG than like a increase. My name is Mayo. Yeah. More RPG than my name is like Mayo. Cookie clicker, you increase the amount of things you get when you restart. Okay. Or like your cook like your click percentage. This one's you actually upgrade your characters so you can go further in the levels. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What about you? So I packed my Game Boy Advance SP and my Vita, and those are like the only two systems that I played, although it was cool because where Laura and I were staying, there was on the eighth floor, a, it was literally called The Gaming Zone, mm. and they had like a bunch of arcade machines, so Lauren was um, kind of stopped at the Miss Pac-Man arcade machine, she was playing that a lot, and I was playing some NFL Blitz and Fast and the Furious, oh, um, nice. there was like a, like a racing thing, so played a little bit of that, but what I kind of mainly played on the plane and um, like late at night was... Some Game Boy Color games, I played The Lion King Simba's Mighty Adventure. So this is different than its Super Nintendo Impossible counterpart because there was a Super Nintendo Genesis game that is just freaking brutal, okay? Like the second level, you know, like um, when they sing I Can't Wait to Be King and like all the animals and stuff, that level is just garbage hard. Um, What do you have to do that makes it so hard? Just the platform and like jumping on different things and then there's this one part where you're on one of those ostriches Mm -hmm. and you're like hit the jump and around because there's like you know obstacles and stuff like that on both above and below and if you get hit you go back to the start of the level and it's just wow really hard i mean the music is fantastic but simba's mighty adventure is different it was on the game boy color and the ps1 and i have both versions um i prefer the ps1 because the graphic is graphically it just looks better but even on the game boy color it's still fun little uh 2d platformer music's great um in you know a little 8-bit format from the movies so that was fun also played land before time collection I don't know why it's called Collection. It's on the Game Boy Advance. There's, from what I can tell, only one game on it. Um, but I played that for about a 30 minutes, and I got through like half the game. It's super simple, jumping around with little foot, collecting little tree stars. And I think the premise is you're like separated from like Sarah, Spike, and Ducky. Yeah. And so you play as between like uh, little foot and Petrie, and you're just walking around the levels, jumping around, kicking spiders, and all that fun stuff. Oh, that's cool. So it's a fun little 2D platformer. Um, what I spent the bulk of my time playing was, you know, when I ordered Sir Eats a lot on the Vita, I also ordered um, Reverie. Um, so they were both limited editions for 35 bucks a piece. Um, limited quantities were made. 
And so Reverie, my, the best way that I can compare it or explain it is it's Legend of Zelda Link to the Past meets Earthbound, both Super Nintendo games and held in very high regard. And while this game definitely in no way compares to the greatness of those two... What's Earthbound? Earth, so remember Ness in uh, Super Smash Brothers, the guy with the yes. backwards hat? Yeah. It's his game. Okay. So those Ness games... And Lucas, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this, those games actually started in Japan as like Mother. So there's Mother 1, which was on the Famicom, so the original Nintendo counterpart okay. to here. And then Mother 2, which was um, Earthbound here, but it was known as Mother 2 in Japan. Okay. On the Super Famicom. And so... Yeah, Earthbound sounds a lot better than Mother. Yeah, it's just kind of... It sounds odd. almost like a horror game. Well, yeah, and I think it's... Because I don't know the story of Earthbound really, but I think like these aliens come to Earth, and I think like mothership—that's okay. the best way I can think of why it was called yeah. that. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't really know why it's called Mother. But in any case, Reverie is just an absolutely fantastic game for the Vita, and you can actually download it for thirteen dollars um, on PSN Store, or I might, might still have copies through Play Asia. But it plays very much like Link to the Past, maybe less than Earthbound because Earthbound was like a, um, a turn-based RPG. And mm. so basically, you know how you can um, kind of click to have certain weapons mapped to like the square button in Zelda games mm-hmm. and like the R trigger button or whatever? Very similar here. So instead of a sword, you have a, um, a cricket bat. Okay. Instead of a, a bow and arrow, you have a dart gun. And then instead of uh, a boomerang, you have a yo-yo. Okay. So the humor is very much earthbound in the sense that it's just super zany, super weird. Yeah. Um, you're even the main protagonist in the game is like this little boy with a backwards hat. It's not a red hat though; it's purple. Oh. And so you start the game For off copyright reasons. I'm exactly. Sure. <laughs> oh yes, but it's very, very earthbound inspired. Um, but the main story, I don't want to go too much into. I'd like you know for people if they are interested in the game to kind of check that out themselves. But it is super weird. Um, you basically are placed in this town with your with your grandfather and your grandma, and you start off, your grandfather look, is looking for this old adventure book that he has in his basement, and so you kick off the game going into his basement, and the dungeons are very Zelda-like. So think, you know, you're moving around blocks for puzzle solving, there's like little um, centipedes and rats and all kinds little of... Little like, eyes you gotta hit with your ray gun. Yeah, things like that. Um, it's actually funny, so there's like little circular targets mm-hmm. that you shoot with your dart gun, and that'll kind of like reveal like blocks that you use for puzzle solving or open okay. particular doors, that kind of thing. Even when you are kind of traversing the the map, which is it's a bird's eye view, very similar to Zelda. Um, when you go from one area of the map to the other, there's no you know transition as far as uh, loading times. It's just like seamless like side panel <laughs> transition, similar yeah. to like the Zelda games. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. So the main story, you're going and collecting like these little, um, they look like little hooks. But I, again, I won't get into like the story. It's super bizarre. Um, but you go into these major dungeons and you fight a main boss. You get boss keys. You get silver keys to unlock other doors. But what really I think is sets this game apart and is makes it worth getting is just you can go anywhere in the map pretty much at any point. There's certain areas you can't reach because you'll get items that you get later on in the game, like goggles you'll get eventually so you can swim in the water to go to certain areas. But for the most part, you can kind of explore anywhere. And what's most fun is just talking to the, the NPCs, just the people that are walking around. And many of them actually have like little side quests that you can go on. Mm. So you talk to this one girl down at the beach and she's like, wants to build a sandcastle. So she's like, can you go back to my house and find my shovel? So you go back to her house and you come back. And when you talk to her with the shovel in hand, you unlock a trophy that says, do you want to build a sandcastle? So it's like a little, a little nod at uh, Frozen, do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. And a lot of the humor injected into it 
especially with the trophies. It is like little nods at movies or just quirky jokes that it's are the just... same as the last one that you ordered with the uh yes, yeah we use the back triggers exactly. or whatever <laughs> yes we do use the back touchscreen <laughs> yeah. um so yeah just a lot of like weirdo unique pop culture references that just make the game really fun and one of the instances you have to go find this item for someone and you go into this this weirdo sauna and there's just a bunch of koala bears just sunbathing i hate it when that happens <laughs> oh my god but it's so funny because a lot of the, the stuff that these people say is just like Wait, what? So you walk up to this koala bear that's sunbathing, and he asks you, he's like, you got any eucalyptus leaves on you? He's like, I'm getting puck peckish. It's just like, <laughs> wait, what? So I was like literally la- Someone laughing. Someone coded that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really quirky stuff and just a lot of fun. So if you like, if you're a fan of like, you know, 2D Zelda, this is definitely for you. And it it's also a complete love letter to New Zealand. I think a lot of the, um, the level design is kind of a nod to New Zealand. And even the manual and the physical case it, the first two or three pages is just like introducing characters and story. They have a picture of Hobbiton on the case, well, right? The back eight pages are just actual, um, like breathtaking photos of New Zealand countrysides and great lakes and just it's crazy. So I don't know if the developers are from New Zealand. I didn't really look into that, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine they are just yeah. because it is. I mean, they actually have the. the no, New- they really just want to go on vacation while they're coding this game. They're like, you know what? <laughs> well, they literally have the New Zealand's um, national anthem in there as well. So really? it's definitely some a weird nod to New Zealand, which is I have no problem with New Zealand's yeah, beautiful. It's great. It's my des- uh, number one bucket list place to go next to Japan. So really fun. I'm enjoying it. Definitely check it out if you like Zelda and Earthbound type stuff. But the last game I played, you know, I got home last night, and since uh, I was on Colorado time, you know, it's definitely a time difference coming back to where we live. And uh, I just got my PlayStation Two out because I still have my PS4 at my dad's house since we were staying there last mm-hmm. week. So I hooked up the PlayStation Two. I got a whole stack of games over there on the shelf. And um, I was just popping in different games. I played Battlefront 2 for a while. Nice. Um, I played Simpsons Road Rage, which is a crazy taxi clone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the two games I spent most of the time with were Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup, mm-hmm. which is just completely centered around you, you choose a team. And once you beat, you know, um, the what, actual... What house do you usually pick? Gryffindor. Okay. Yeah. You like white bread. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Run of the mill. I mean, if yeah, I... The generic team. Exactly. I mean, if I was... I don't know. I like to think if I was in... Harry Potter, I'd be even either Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. I'd be Slytherin. I know that. Yeah. Very weird. Not for evil re- They get a bad rap. <laughs> okay. You know? Like the dark side. Yeah. Just yeah. like the dark side. They're misunderstood humans. Okay. Fair. Not everyone is a Voldemort. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say his name. Don't do it. He must not be named. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but so what I also spent the bulk of my time with was a game that I grew up loving. So a lot of nostalgic... Um, nostalgia tied to this game was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for the PlayStation 2. So when I first played it, I actually played it on the PlayStation 1. I remember renting it. I never owned it. But it's just a terrific um, little 3D adventure game that has you playing through the events of the movie, getting to explore Hogwarts. In many cases, it's like an open world. Like you're not really restricted to where you can go. Um, Most of the time you are, you know, you have to go kind of, you're tailored to certain classes, potions, defense against the dark arts type stuff. But um, there are moments where you get to explore Hogwarts grounds. You get to go to see Hagrid, the Whomping Willow type stuff. Um, graphically, I would say I'd compare it to if back in when did Sorcerer's Stone come out, like in 2001, a long um, time ago. when the movie came out, I'd really compare it to almost like if there was a Saturday morning cartoon counterpart to that came out alongside the Sorcerer's Stone movie, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it looks like graphically. It's not great. It's okay. old, old school PS2, yeah. um, but it still looks okay. Um, What's best about this game, and it's really, truly remarkable, um, that he composed the, the soundtrack to this game. So 
Last night, I'm, you know, running around the, the castle during, doing a mission, and a lot of the game actually is centered around stealth because you're, you're late at night in Harry Potter. You're running around. You're not supposed to be out. Marner, Mariner's map Exa- out and everything. Yeah, exactly. Mar- Mar- what is it? Uh, Mariner's, I think. Is it Martyrs? Or, uh, Martyrs. What are you, dying for the Sorcerer's <laughs> Stone? <laughs> no, it's like, I forget what it's Sacrifice called. Sacrifice yourself, Ron. <laughs> we don't care about you. Oh, my mischief manage. Anyways, so... Um, <laughs> You know, you're exploring the, the the castle, and there's there's prefix running around, or there's what's his name Fitch with his little cat, yeah. Mrs. Norris. And so, once they spot you, um, if you're if they're a prefix, they like cast a spell at you. But the because you're walking on the map, it's like super peaceful music, really great music, mind you. But if they catch you, similar to Oblivion, you know, like when it's peaceful music in the overworld, but when it, like a a crab. You see a crab or a crab spots you. Yeah, it's like (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes. World uh, one two in in Mario Brothers in the the sewers. No, but but it's uh, you know how like those drums like pick up to boom boom boom. You know, like the music picks up because an enemy spots you. Sounds of the deep and well, well, yeah, no. So the music picks up and it does in this game too. And I was like, that music sounds like Oblivion or Skyrim. Like when Mm -hmm. when an enemy when an enemy finds you, and I looked it up. And Jeremy Soule composed the soundtrack to all the Harry Potter games, which oh. he, of course, composed the soundtracks to Morrowind and Oblivion and Skyrim. So I thought that was amazing that he, because even when you were just exploring the world, I mean, truly beautiful music. When I was studying for the CPA exam, I actually would look up Sorcerer's Stone soundtrack or Chamber of Secrets soundtrack because it is so peaceful. Yeah. And so... I usually go Patrick Bell's Canon in D. I don't know what that go, Okay. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show you after this. It's a great classical song. Okay. Um... But yeah, so if you're looking for like an enjoyable 3D, you know, basically wander the Harry Potter grounds simulator, it's pretty good. I mean, of course, I would say the the Lego Harry Potter games are certainly superior uh, to these, but uh, I think they do a good job. And even like when they're talking, um, like in the beginning, remember when in the Sorcerer's Stone, when all the students come up the steps and Professor McGonagall is like, you will earn points for your triumphs and you will lose points if you do whatever. Like mm-hmm. the dialogue is one for one the same. Oh, nice. So that's kind of cool. I mean, the, that's cool. N- none of the voice actors reprised their roles for the game because that would have been too expensive. But um, EA made the games and I, I think they're pretty admirable little 3D adventure games. So I, yeah, I definitely check fun. them out. Although the, the PS2 games are actually getting a little bit pricier. Sorcerer's Stone in particular. I think Chamber of Secrets is still, you can get for less than $10. But um, for PS1, I, I'd say get Sorcerer's Stone because you can probably get it for less than 10 bucks. But you're looking at twenty dollars for the PS2 counterpart for yeah. Sorcerer's Stone, but uh, good stuff. So that's wait, wait, wait. I also I decided to get Celeste for the Switch. Oh, did you? Did you have you played it? I yet? didn't buy it yet. Okay. I still have to go get my, pick up my Switch from the parents' house. But yeah, I decided to do that one because it looked really good. Yeah, it looked really difficult. No, it, I think it's supposed to be like very much in the vein of like Super Meat Boy, um, which is yeah, just, Cuphead. Yeah, like of. really just brutal two D type yeah. platforming, but. So it's be amazing. One of the best games you can yeah, get. Yeah, you Switch can play right it now. after I. Yeah, no, I love that. I've heard at my Switch. Yeah, really good thing. So, um, awesome. Well, do you want to get into questions? Yeah, sure. All right. So Benny, my good man, Kingdom Hearts uh, lover himself, wrote into the podcast this week again. So thanks, brother. Really appreciate <laughs> it. He says, "Hey guys, just wanted to reiterate, reiterate that your podcast has been amazing so far. Even those little quirky. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, man." Even those quirky little moments where Rusty obsesses about the microphone, which is very often. Way too often. (laughs) Yeah. He said, keep up the amazing work. He says, I have two topics for you, not in the form of a question. Um, I love the ideas here, Benny, but I don't know what it is. Ryan and I just don't have a whole lot to say here. Um, Yeah, we're noobs. We are noobs. We are. (laughs) Uh, But the first one, he asks, he just bullet points these, and that's the first one's region locking. 
And so for me personally, I think, especially in this day and age, it just needs to go away, uh, especially for like the 3DS. There's a lot of Japanese games that never came over here that are terrific, like RPGs, especially like in the Dragon Quest series, like some of the spinoffs that just never made their way over here. Um, so I think that's really frustrating. Uh, there's also just a lot of like, like Jump Ultimate Stars on the original DS was basically like this Super Smash Brothers type game with all of the jump characters, so Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Piece, yeah. and you would just be able to go into um, like a particular arena and just battle it out with all these people. And there, I think there were similar games like that on the 3DS that just, again, never came over here, and the 3DS is region locked, so I'd have to get a Japanese 3DS to play those games, which I think is really unfortunate. I hope moving forward that's not a thing. But like even the Vita, I, I imported these these two Vita games that I was talking about recently in the past two episodes from Japan, and they work on my, my Vita because it's, it's region-free. Uh, so I think for me, I think especially, again, this day and age needs to go away. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really dealt with it much. I think the closest I've dealt with is in Monster Hunter. There's an armor that was specifically released in like from an event in Japan. Mm-hmm. So you, I think they're actually releasing this event come August to everyone. Okay. So it's eventually becoming worldwide, but you get, you're looking at this armor and you're... And that's a common it. thing. That's a common thing. I think a lot I'm of things... I'm fine with that. Yeah. But um, as long as it eventually becomes worldwide. Yeah. Because I think even the uh, the Professor Layton games, a lot of times, like especially in the DS era, there was like <laughs> a year, year and a half lag behind before those games came over to the States, um, which kind of stinks. But again, they eventually came. Yeah. But there are some games that just don't come over here and you can't play them. I think one of the biggest things was the... Um, Operation Rainfall game. So that was like on the Wii, there was a, a trilogy of RPGs. There was Xenoblade Chronicles, The Last Story, and um, Pandora's Tower. Okay. And a lot of people imported those because they were these great deluxe box sets, but they were only released in like Europe and Japan. Eventually, all three of them were came over here to the States because there was this big campaign to get them over here. But again, it's just, it goes back to the point where it's just like, we're in a day and age now where I feel like that functionality shouldn't be too much too expensive to program into systems whether it's portable or console yeah but um i think exclusive to a specific console is not so much a region is okay yeah so like ps4 only xbox only pc only totally fine makes sense they companies make a lot of money just going on ps4 or xbox 100 percent. mostly ps4 but for real as far as going specifically off a region you're destroying an entire market for your game you are i mean i think i granted for a lot of these publishers to translate the games it makes sense it's it's definitely a significant investment but there are games especially in the dragon quest series where the fan base is is so huge over here in the states and in north america in general i shouldn't just say the states canada too um where they probably recoup their money and make a significant profit if they bought those games over here so um yeah to answer your question benny i think region locking is is and, 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 yeah in very you know layman's terms it's stupid yeah. you know i just don't think it should be a thing uh the next thing he talks about is cross-play games so uh, my interpretation of this is basically like being able to play a game like Fortnite um on the switch and then also to be able to play with your friends that are playing on xbox on the same server um for me i'm not a very multiplayer fo- focused gamer if i am it's more playing with ryan co-op in the same yeah. room or you know we'll occasionally hop on monster hunter and things like that but but I'm not into, like, the Battle Royale craze that's going on right now. And I don't think you are either. No. Um, I don't have the time to invest yeah. into getting good at those kind of games. Or shooters, like Call of Duty. I mean, I just... Plus, I, mean, I feel like that yeah. I, I've kind of gone past that stage. Like, I don't... Like I said, modern, I've matured. I've matured <laughs> as a gamer. No, like, Battlefront 2. 
as much as it was crap compared to the original ones, it was still like a multi-person online kind of experience. And I was decent at that, um, but I wouldn't know if it was able to, or if I was playing against people like on a handheld or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really look into it. Mm-hmm. So I could be playing against people. It just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that would work, really. In all honesty, I'm just not, yeah, very up to date with that type of stuff. Um, but to, to my point about the last question, I think especially in today's day and age with, with where we're at with consoles and the power that those systems have, I don't think there should be any issue with cross-platform play between Switch, PC, Xbox, and, and PS4. I just don't think that should be a, an issue. Because I think you can pay like PUBG and stuff on your phone, right? I think that's a thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think it should matter anymore. I think it should be... You can play this game wherever you want. And you can you're gonna be at a disadvantage playing on your phone versus people with a controller. Yeah. But if you want to play the game that bad, and you're again, gonna take that. We're not really sure what the what tech goes in behind all that, and what I'm sure it's it's definitely way more complicated than what it. It probably it. is. It probably is. Um, but I think certainly with whatever we're, the seventh, eighth, ninth generation of consoles that we're in, I don't even know. Um, at the end of this generation, and most definitely the next, I think it should be a no-brainer and it should just be the standard for for gaming mm-hmm. um, because especially with how multiplayer gaming has become becoming so increasingly um popular with the battle royale genre and even just your typical shooters and stuff like that between last generation and now mm-hmm. i again it just makes the most sense because um if, if we want this industry to continue to grow and sustain itself it we need that that type of power and cross play so yeah it just makes sense but uh yeah, those are my two cents. Anything else on those two questions? No. All right, good, no. good stuff. Oh, I have a random question. Okay. Did you know Tetris was like that f- when you clear a four, like four lines? Yeah. That's called a Tetris? Oh, really? So if, yeah. like, the, the, so you get like four lines of solid blocks across. Yeah, you cl- it's called a you... Tetris. Wasn't Tetra like 10 or something though? No, I think it's the actual like the, what is it? The complete volume or area of it okay it's called a tetris interesting and i did not know that yeah i thought that was crazy that's a neat uh, it's yeah a neat i was fact. watching a video on the uh the best tetris player in the world uh-huh. and he was playing vr tetris the one that's coming out for yeah. the first time that looks neat yeah it looks really and cool. the most that you can clear i think is 16 it's like deca something yeah yeah but it's he finally got it, and it was just like clearing sixteen because you like stop time. Okay, but yeah. but so, but Tetris is just four. Tetris is four, but they have they're like adding a bunch of new. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've never been super big into Tetris. It's certainly fine. I like more of like the, the different versions. Like there's um, I think it's like the new Tetris on N sixty four that I have is a lot more fun, and mm-hmm. and even like Pokemon Puzzle League, um, Yoshi's Cookie on the Game Boy. I've, I downloaded it on the 3DS Virtual Console. I've lost hours to that. Like, I like more of like the the offshoot versions of Tetris that make it a little yeah. bit more interesting. But uh, that's a little interesting factoid. Yeah. I didn't no, know that. I, I could never get into Tetris. Like, I have to be perfect at something. So yeah. it's it's really frustrating. When you get like a little area that's like free. Yeah, doesn't have like a block that, there. Yeah, my OCD freaks out and yeah. I can't do it. That's fair. So I, I'd rather watch the best person in the world clearing like entire blocks of things yeah because he knows what he's doing yeah um but yeah no i thought that was really interesting there was um another like an offshoot when the <laughs> ds launched called um medios and it was much more it really showcased the touch touch screen functionality of the ds but like i think it was similar to, t- to tetris in the fact that like there were, there were blocks falling but there was like 
crazy music playing. I mean, similar to Luminous on the Sony systems. Yeah. That was a PSP exclusive. Um, but there was also like a Disney Medios that I really wanted. I think this the, the DS. The VR Tetris was made by the same people who made Luminous. Oh, I think it is because it has a yeah. very similar visual style to that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But um, yeah, Tetris, good stuff. I mean, it's. I think it's now been surpassed by Grand Theft Auto Five and Minecraft. No, Tetris is still the best selling game of all time. Then it's Minecraft. Is it? All right, I want yeah. I want verification. Best. <laughs> <laughs> selling no because i was watching something on yeah i was watching that video and then i, I migrated to minecraft related things for yep so tetris 170 million minecraft 144 that's i mean in the last seven years tetris has been out what 30 plus oh this is wild okay we're gonna go down the top 10 here we're just gonna do this okay so tetris minecraft grand theft auto 5 at 95 million wow so they wow minecraft has a big lead yeah huge um, what do you think is four? It was a Wii oh. exclusive. Oh gosh. Sports? Yeah. Wii Sports, 82.85 million. You're not going to believe number five. I know Uncharted is the best selling game, I think, for PS4. And it's not even the top 16. I can no, see the screen. No, no. I have no idea. PUBG. Really? 50 million. Do you have to actually buy PUBG, though? I don't... Because I think Fortnite's free, but you get all the microtransactions. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is or not. Um, Super Mario Brothers on the original Nintendo is 6. Mario Kart Wii is 7. Wii Sports Resort is 8. That that, that console made just gargantuan yeah. amounts of money. Um, number 9, Game Boy. Okay. That could mean... Just just say it. I have... That, such a large range. It's on the Game Boy. Cool. Think about Pokemon. it. Pokemon. Yeah, red and blue, brother. Number 10, another... Oh, no, this is not the Wii one. This is New Super Mario Brothers. This was the DS one. And okay. then 11 was Super Mario Brothers Wii. One more. Elder Scrolls, which one? Number 12. Sold 30 million copies. Uh, Skyrim, I'm yeah. guessing. Dude, it's on so many different platforms I'm, I'm now. like Oblivion, but that was so long ago. And yeah, and it was yeah. only on 360 and PC. So, yeah. I mean, Skyrim's on everything now. Um, good stuff. I was also debating... I was in Walmart yesterday mm-hmm. getting the uh, Switch... Skyrim. I could just take it Dude, everywhere. Dude, you should totally do that. I mean, it's what? Yeah. Like $40, $50. That's what I need Skyrim all the time. Yeah, because then, dude, Ryan, listen up. I know you're listening, brother. The the uh, Ryan's boss over here. <laughs> yeah. if, if Ryan ever just, like, disappears for, like, an oh. hour, just look in his car, <laughs> yeah. look in the bathroom, see, you know the, the New Balance shoes he wears. You see him in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. for, like, an hour. He's sitting there. He's wandering, uh, you know, white run. He's probably, like killing deer with his little bow and arrow and stuff yeah. so uh just a little heads up there you better better watch out so uh good stuff yeah. <laughs> i would never do that <laughs> vicious lies vicious why lies. would i be in white run it'd be winter hold oh it's very true well i misspoke i misspoke yeah all righty so for the back half of the episode we're gonna do something a little bit different this is actually an idea that i'm stealing from retro fandango it's a podcast that i was listening to for a long time, a couple years ago, um, and again, my, my podcast listening has really gone downhill since I started RL and I'm not in college where I'm just walking around campus and all that kind of stuff all day. But in any case, so... Yeah, my podcast listening has only gone up. <laughs> it was at zero, so... <laughs> That's very true. That's very yeah. true. Um, and so what we're going to do here is we're going to be doing a Saturday morning cartoon lottery. And so basically, I'm going to flip a coin here to see who goes first. Ryan and I have, we don't know each other's list, but we have a whole list of our favorite, you know, old school Saturday morning cartoons, even maybe some new school, depending on our, our lists or our tastes. And um, we're each going to go back and forth 
picking one cartoon. And so let's say I pick, I don't want to like ruin anything. Let's say I pick Power Rangers, some Power Rangers cartoon. Powerpuff Girls. And you, so if I pick Power Rangers, you can't pick that. If you pick Powerpuff Girls, I can't. Powerpuff Girls? Powder Puff, okay. whatever. Yeah. Um, then I can't choose Powder Puff Girls. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's going to be how, it, you know, kind of the way of the show here, the way of the game. And uh, I'll flip a coin here, see who goes first. All right. Call it in the air. Heads you win. Tails you lose. Wait, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> Predetermined, but call it anyway. Um, it's right. I was going to choose heads. So. Um, so heads... I win. Yeah. I go first. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm cool with that. What is it? It is tails. It is tails. So I got to go first. Um, I'm going to choose to kick off first, and Ryan is going to receive, and then I get uh, ball second half. Kidding. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) after um, the intermission. Okay. So my number one choice is tough because I have two here that I'm worried that you're going to take, but I'm more worried about what I have listed here, too. So my first pick is old school Casey Kasem, Scooby Doo, Where Are You? So okay. th- this is like Harlem yeah. Globetrotters, Batman. All right, I have to sixty nine and seventies. Um, red font that one on my list. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number one pick, just for the sheer amazingness of that show. I mean, so classic. All the characters, all the different little adventures that they go on. The first person you meet in the show is always the villain. Heads up. Yeah, and uh, I going back. So back in what late high school, we learn about like literary elements Mm -hmm. and red herring is like an easy diversion from where you're, I'm trying not to use red herring in the definition, but like it steers you away from the actual problem or the actual person to lead you away from what you actually think is probably the, or what is the actual. So there's a dude in there named red herring and they always, that one dude who wears white and jeans, the, Wait, one of the Scooby-Doo gang. Fred? Fred. Yeah. Yeah, he always goes after Red Herring. Oh, okay. So, like, going back and looking at it, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. that's so clever. Interesting. Yeah, and they're, they're also, like, a complete slew of Scooby-Doo games, and one of them, um, classic Creepers, or Creepy something, rather, on the N64. It's a black cart. You can get the gray cart, too. Um horrible controls but wow it's so fun because you go through like five different episodes and you basically have to solve it's like the five most iconic scooby-doo villains so you have like the little tiki guy yeah. if you remember him um was like a submarine mask type guy or something oh, like that yeah um so like all those you he looks kinda, like a celestial from the marvel universe it, precisely that and <laughs> then like the um abominable snowman thing yeah. um yeah so I, I just love that show and it was so nice too because originally it was like on Cartoon Network or whatever when I was watching it growing up. But then eventually in high school, this is embarrassing. No, it's not. I'm not no, it's not. But I the, played RuneScape until college, so who's that the, trump's most who's embarrassing the real winner things. here? Um, but there was a, a TV channel called Boomerang, yeah. and it basically played pretty much 50% of the shows that I'm going to have I remember on that. Boomerang. Yeah, and Scooby-Doo, Where Are You was one of them. And, you know, there were so many subsequent shows. There was My Pup Named Scooby-Doo when they were, like, kids. Yeah. Um, then there was, like... Whose name's Scooby Doo or something like Do that? Do you remember the movies? Movies were actually pretty good. So there was um, there's the one with the werewolf people. There was and the, the zombies. The zombies was like huge. Like everyone thought it was the zombies were the problem, and it turns out the people with the house were yeah. the like cat people. Yeah, um, I love that. I've watched it 
so many times. You can get those on Amazon. My dad actually bought them for my sister for like Christmas or something. Oh, nice. Because there were like three of them. Because there was like the ghost ladies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or the witch ladies or something like that. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of class. Those movies, I mean, granted the animation was different, but they were still classic for us growing up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what were some of the other ones? The, the horrible live action movies. Garbage. Yeah. Like Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because he like ended up turning to like a monster Scrappy Doo. He was like a giant or something. Um, Because like Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr., this was like right before they got married. Yeah. And they ended up, you know, getting married. Yeah, they're getting married, but they played like uh, not Velma Velma and. and, No, 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 no. Daphne. Velma's the dorky girl. Yeah. The one in orange. It was Daphne and Fred that, yeah. So bad. So bad. Yeah. They're cringy now, like the CGI for those like. Because Scooby Doo long armed things. Yeah, Scooby Doo was like half animated, half like real. It was like really weird CGI. Yeah. It was funny though because um the guy from Without a Paddle was Shaggy. He's like literally the perfect per- person for that. I forget yeah his name um something Matthew Lillard or something like that. Uh, he played uh, Shaggy, but you could throw out any name and I would agree to it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, very true. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but Liam uh, Neeson, I think, plays <laughs> Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Sure. Um, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, are you not entertained? Yeah. But uh, so yeah, that's that's my my choice. For okay. My, my first choice. Yeah, you definitely cross one off my list. So I was, I didn't know if this was like our the way that we were supposed to do it was. Like in order of our favorite, but I was also trying to be strategic because I wanted to get the ones that I thought you. That's would get more out of what the it way. is. It's not like because Scooby Doo on this list is definitely top five for me, probably old school cartoons, but it's not like my number one. Again, I was strategic and like, well, he's definitely gonna want Scooby Doo, yeah. so I'm choosing that first. So. Okay. Yeah, I did Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. See, I didn't even put that on my list because I was just gonna give it to you. Like, this is Ryan's show. Okay. Because like, yeah. yeah. No, I I really like this show. Um, Ang is. He's just a goofy twelve-year-old kid. He's uh, he was super relatable too. I mean, I guess for me because I was twelve I mean, years old. Probably you too. I mean, it was just like you were adventurous and just goofy, making weird jokes all the time, and just being an annoying. Li- I mean, he was almost like <laughs> he's just like you. He's really annoying. Well, because like, you know, like Katara and Aang, even though they have like more of like a romantic relationship. Early on, it's almost more of like a brother sister relationship. Mm-hmm. And so for you and Lauren, it was probably like similar, like you know, just being goofy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was cool, and then you got like the weird animals, like you just and a flying bison with like six legs. It's just awesome. Yeah, they they mix a lot of like or Momo. It's Momo. I'm sorry. Yeah, Momo. I said Momo. There's like a platypus bear. Mm-hmm. Like they ri- mix some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really like the um, the second series though. Oh, Legend of Korra. Yeah, it wasn't as good. It got too large. Yeah, I uh I watched. Because I think I had they have it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, three out of the four season or th- three out of the four like segments. Oh really? Yeah, it's like chapters or something like yeah. that. It's weird how they say it's not seasons; it's like chapters. Um, you can get the complete series for like twenty dollars. I think at Walmart though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I watched five or six episodes and I was not as sucked in as I was for Avatar. But, yeah. No, um, I got the entire box set of Avatar for $12 at Walmart. Yeah, it's... It was DVDs, but who cares? It's no. a cartoon. I mean, I, especially... Walmart's the place to go because some of the, the shows that I'll talk about later on, um, you can get the complete series for like 15 to $20. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, same with like old school Scooby-Doo, Flintstones, like all that kind of stuff you can get at Walmart. Oh, I was looking at them yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm saying... Well, especially for us when we do have kids, it's like I don't want to raise them on the garbage cartoons. Maybe we should even preface this by saying like... Some of the stuff today is just literal garbage. 
Yeah. Like, it's it's horrible. And and granted, yeah. maybe, like... Door the Explorer, we're looking at you. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's okay, I guess. That's more of, like, an educational... Swiper! No swiping! I mean, that's more of, like, an educational, like, our generation's Blue's Clues type thing. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm okay with Dora. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been on... I haven't had cable in years, so I don't really know what's on Nickelodeon and Disney. But even though when I was in late high school, it was just, like... What is this stuff? Like, it makes you think: is were our childhood cartoons that cringy? Yeah, I don't know because we all, we did grow up on it, so we do have a bit of a bias there. It's yeah. tough to know. I but... know Disney Channel wasn't as cringy as it is now. Oh, it's so Lauren and I um, was like, oh, that's so Ravens on TV, and I'm like, no, this is like the offshoot one because now it's like Ravens House. Mm-hmm. Remember, like they had like Corey's house. Yeah, and then now they have like Ravens House, and it's like her with a bunch of kids and like. I don't even know if she has a significant other or what, but all we saw was Chelsea, her girlfriend's still in it, her like friend from the original show, yeah. and um, she's 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 still, she's still attractive by the way. Yeah. Um, and then Raven, and there's a bunch of kids, and then like the opening joke was like Chelsea like fell on the floor and like slipped, and then like made this like really like stupid comment, and then you know started playing the theme song, and Lauren and I just looked at each other like, wow. I just remember boys in action. We are the boys in action, right? That's one of the songs that they... Was that, like... That was a song, I don't know, like a CD within the thing that they listened to, like, went to concerts for. Oh, so, like, in the show. That yeah. was, like, one of their made-up... It was, like, like well, uh, Xenon, Xenoverse, or whatever. Okay. Like, yeah. that concert that they went to. Gotcha. No, <laughs> that's not... Xenoverse. Yeah. That's Dragon Ball Z game, right? Yeah, no, but Xeno... Xenon. Yeah, that was an actual... Like, yeah, show, that was a Blonde-haired, pig-tailed... Pig yeah, girl or whatever. space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things. that was the thing. I think certainly some of those um, those movies would be super cringy. Like the 13th year, the one that the guy turns into a mermaid or like... Um, oh, gosh. Luck of the Irish where there's like the I think um, Johnny Tsunami would still be good. Yeah. Um, kind of. Yeah. Well, there was one that the girl... Smart sur- House. The girl surfer. She was like in Hawaii. I never um, watched that one. I liked that one a lot. I forget what that one was called. Um... Yeah, she, I don't know, it was just had a good, like, little heartfelt story. I can't remember what it was called, but. Yeah, as far as cartoons or, like, the actual shows, I'm sure. Ugh. Some of them might be a little cringy, but it's certainly like, the live action stuff where I think the thing that probably would hold up best is, like, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Because it has a lot of, like, genuine life lessons. Except, what's that Full House that was, like, Fuller House, which was crap? Garbage. Garbage. Lauren and I watched it, and it was just super over-sexualized, skimpily well, dressed. Well, I hated Full House to begin with. So like I, going, I liked old school Full House. I don't know. I I never enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It. Uh, it's like whatever happened to something memories. Yeah, sure. Newspaper. That something, boy. like popular shows something that I don't TV. like. Goonies. Don't like that one. Hold the freaking Force Gump. phone. <laughs> hey, you guys. Full House. Rocky Road. Yeah. No. I no. Not a fan. Jaws? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm divorcing Jaws. you from this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Oh my gosh, dude. You don't like the Goonies? That's like saying you don't like, I don't know. What was that chocolate? like monster thing in the end? Like that like decrepit like Quasimodo. <laughs> the sloth? Yeah. No, dude. Like a, yeah. No. Come on. And did they not get the treasure? That pissed Damn me off. <laughs> guys. He comes in and he saves the day. Yeah, no. Dude, that hurts. That's like a real... That I, did, I did find out that Josh Brolin was in it, though. Uh, Dust listening to Cindy Lauper in the beginning while he's pumping iron. Yeah, I didn't the, know the that. The little headband. And then he rides a little girl's bike down the road and the people try to run him off the road. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's been a long time. You also time. know that uh, Samwise Gamgee was the main character? Was he? Yeah. Really? Bro, come on. <laughs> That's cool. I Sean, guess. Sean Astin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this this really like deep cuts. This hurts real bad right now. That you didn't know that Samwise Gamgee was Well he was in um oh, what was that football movie? Rudy. Rudy, yeah, Rudy. Man, I need to educate you in the ways. <laughs> no, of I don't know names. I have name tags on my uniform, for frick's sake, so... I need to educate you in the ways of film. All right, that's happening next episode. You like Titanic, so that's not saying much. Hey, James Cameron's a legend, and so is Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, so get out of here. As separate entities, sure, as a movie (laughs) itself is not good. (laughs) Well, you know what? So, what is your number two? (laughs) You probably have never even heard of this cartoon. Probably. Or you hate it. Probably. Tom and Jerry. Oh, frick, I have to cross that one off my list. Yeah, get out of here, man. Tom and Jerry is where it's at, the bee's knees. I mean, just a, such a simple concept. These two creatures, these two animals that naturally don't like each other, and they just constantly playing pranks on each other, and they each try to get the best of one another. And there's all these other side characters. You got the, the, the pit bull dog with his little boy and a whole slew of other characters, like female owners that you never see the, the, their faces for whatever reason. Do you like this better than Roadrunner? I think I like this dynamic, Amy, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Then, yeah. So, yeah, it's a very similar, that's a good, very good point. So yes, I do, and same with, um. It's the same, just one chasing the other. The Tweety entire, Bird with Sylvester. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Tom and Jerry's, it was funny. Like, I, I genuinely, like, laughed during, you know, certain things. And mm-hmm. there was also, um, the little French friend that they, uh, of, of Jerry. He was a little French mouse. Yeah. And they had, like, little sword fights. You remember him? Yeah. Was he French? There was a Spanish one. Yeah, no, this little guy was French. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was good. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's another show that was on Boomerang that I absolutely adored watching. Tom and Jerry and Scooby-Doo were the mainstays that I watched in, in, high, in high school when Boomerang uh, before school. I'd either watch that or Fresh Prince. Do you remember that, like, I don't know if this was Cartoon Network or Boomerang, but that, that like, alien guy in his spaceship, and he kind of looked like Master Chief, and he was, like, controlling the shows? Is you know, that ringing a bell at all? Like Marvin the Martian? No, it wasn't actually a show, but I think it was like a Cartoon Network like Segway. So like, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, kind of? are you talking about like Birdman? No, it's not. I don't know what he I'm had like about. um, like almost like a black mask across his eyes. No, if we brought Lauren in here, she would know what I'm talking about. But okay, yeah, we'll have to. Google Lauren's in a dungeon, bit. locked up. She can't <laughs> yeah. come out. <laughs> she yeah. can't come out until she does. I'm kidding. That'd be horrible. Love Lauren. She's just she's just chilling in the other room, probably. Watching uh, Frasier or something like that. Can I call her in here? No, 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 don't okay. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an alien thing that, like, more allowed, laid out the itinerary for, like, the night's shows or something as, like, a in-between actual shows. I th- Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. And I, I do want to say it was, like, the Harvey Birdman guy, but I could be completely wrong. Okay. Some, I, s- I, someone I, else let me know. Um, so Tom and Jerry's my number two, so what's your number two then? Dragon Ball. Okay, yeah. Not Dragon Ball Z, Dragon no, Ball. Because I had Dragon Ball Z on my list too, and before this we kind of talked about not having anime, but I definitely consider Dragon Ball and Z more of a cartoon. It's technically an anime. Technically. But it was on Cartoon Network and stuff, so I yeah. I totally get no, that. No, I, I didn't even, yeah. Dragon Ball, the original, when Goku's a kid mm-hmm. and just running around doing stupid stuff, punching dinosaurs, like so beating good. up entire armies of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, and then he's in multiple tournaments. I like, I don't know if I like this better than Dragon Ball Z. 
Dragon Ball Z is more iconic, but yeah. Dragon Ball, I think I enjoy watching through. It's less, they don't yell as much, so like it's not an entire episode of Goku powering up to like Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan 3. It's just little Goku running around doing his own thing. I mean, it's certainly more kid-friendly, but I think it still has... It's a charm. A, a maturity aspect to it where there's just this like... There's crazy action occasionally, you know, there's the, with the Red Army or there's whatever. There's like, kid nudity, which <laughs> Almost. is inappropriate. Yeah, because it was funny. I remember, um, when I, I, really weird little side note here. So, excuse me, I'd get $7 for an allowance every week. Mm-hmm. Um, weird number. My dad, this is what he came up with. And so I'd always use that to go to the Borders bookstore. My dad would drive me and I'd get a new manga each week. Yeah. And so most, most of the time I would... Because they were like seven ninety five, so my dad always bumped my, my allowance up a little bit to pay for the tax and everything. Yeah. Um, but I would get like Dragon Ball, and I remember opening that up, and this is so bad, but like when Goku meets Bulma for the first time, and she's like sleeping, he like lifts up her dress and like and pats, pats down, shot. and then like <laughs> like lays down on her as a pillow, <laughs> and then she wakes up like freaking the heck out, and yeah. it, it definitely was, especially being such a young kid at the time reading. I was like, what is going on here? Like this is super. I shouldn't be reading this or something. Yeah. But, I shouldn't be watching it in the cartoon because it was the same thing, but um, no, it's funny that you say that. Yeah, no, it, it was. It's. I was actually thinking about buying the complete set. I think eventually I would like to invest in that, you know, down the road, just because both Dragon Ball and Z, those would probably be the only manga that I'd want to get because you know you get you get into One Piece and there's like 479 of them. Same with Naruto, they're like still coming out, but Dragon Ball Z, I think there's like 26 issues of each. Like well, thick. not so much the books, but the DVD set or the Blu-ray set. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you have Dragon Ball Z. I do. And it's and weird because Dragon Ball, I don't think, has been released on Blu-ray. I think you can only get the DVD sets. I'm, I'm fine with that. Which, I've been just watching them on YouTube. Yeah. But if you get them on Amazon, they go on sale all the time for like 15 bucks a piece. Which, if you buy two or three here and there I mean, over the course of a year, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I have physical Dragon Balls that I bought on eBay. Those are cool. All yeah. seven of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good pick. I like it. Um, yeah. My number three is, what do I want to say? The Simpsons. Okay. Old school Simpsons. So growing up for Christmas, um, one of the things I would always ask my mom for is a season of The Simpsons. So for like five Christmases straight, and I never bought them myself because it was always the anticipation of getting one season for Christmas and just watching the same season over and over for like a whole year. Yeah. And uh, so I've probably seen the first season of The Simpsons, which... I still adore. I know the animation's super choppy and gross, but I love the charm of the original sketches of the characters and their voices are different. Um, but I would say like first five seasons, five to eight are just absolute prime. Just the best, some of the best cartoon animation humor you'll find in you, all of You all still have those, right? I obviously. do. I still have all my Can I borrow them? Because I've yeah. never seen The Simpsons. I tried to get Lauren into it and it was like late at night and I think she just fell asleep or whatever, but... I think, like her. I think you'd like it, especially a lot of the original humor that's like really makes fun of like current events. And, you know, South Park does the same, but it's much more raunchy. And for me, it's, they take things too far. Things like... That's probably where I go is yeah. way too far. And that's fine. But like, you know, like the Pokemon episode, Chin Pokemon and like Make Love Not Warcraft, that kind of South Park is great. I love it. Um, but the Simpsons really kind of, they don't dumb it down. They still make fun of stuff. But I think they do it much in a much more mature manner and almost like, ah... I see what they did there. You yeah. know, just there are a lot of, there's also very laugh out loud funny episodes, but some of the earlier Treehouse of Horror episodes, so every Halloween they did like a, a Halloween special and they call it Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Monkey's Paw, I'm telling you right now, one of the best 
um, Simpsons episodes ever. It's so good. So good. So I think you really like it. And again, I have like the first five seasons on DVD. It's good stuff. Can so. I, I might borrow one. Yeah. Season I'll, one or whatever. Yeah, I'll give it to you when you before you leave today. It's really good stuff. And the first season, I think, is only like 13 episodes. And the first episode... That's a night. I yeah, oh, yeah. Easy. easy. <laughs> 20, ep- 20 minutes. So um, the first episode, I love it because when I got it at Christmas, the first episode on the disc, I don't believe it's the first one that aired, but it's a Christmas special. And... Uh, Better than Star Wars Christmas? Oh, just just a smidgen better. Yeah, okay, good. Um, but you meet Santa's little helper for the first time, and I won't even explain who he is, but you're just going to have to find out. So Okay. But nice. uh, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, what's your number three? My number three is Pokemon. Nice. See, I left that at the bottom of my list because it was another one I was like, Yeah, Ryan's ah, going to take I'll, I'll give that one to Ryan. I'm like, yeah, I was, in, I was questioning whether you would take that or whether I would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the original kind of walk through what the Johto League. Yep. Uh, is it Johto? Con- Johto League is Kanto Region. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. So the uh, just the original where he gets or Ash gets his Pikachu going through those. Um, I rewatched those back in college, and some of it is cringy now. Totally is, but it's still but, so good. Yeah, no, it's still really good. Yeah, and so much and nostalgia. Ash sucks. Yeah, he does. He is horrible. Yeah. At Pokemon. Like, oh, he's so bad. But, yeah, I mean, granted, he's a 12-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's a good pick. I, uh, and it's crazy, too, because the first season's on Netflix, and there's, like, 50 episodes or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just so iconic. I remember renting the videotapes, you know, at Blockbuster and Hollywood Video growing up, and the Who Is That Pokemon transitions. It's just absolute genius for kids. They really, they really did that so well. Um, then the Pokemon rap at the end of the episode. Yeah. Here's the Pokemon rap. <laughs> Every time I can never Get remember. Get a Reno dude. It's like... <laughs> yeah, like a really weird... It's like Darth Sidious. Yeah, it really is. Do it. Do it. Golduck, Psyduck, Growly. It's so weird, but... Use the force. All right. Our parents probably like, you know, they're cooking and their head pops. They're like, what are you guys watching? Is that the same show? Yeah. Um, and then of course the, the theme song is iconic. It's like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, I want to be the very best. I have like a metal version on my iPod. Do you? That's that. awesome. Oh, that's good. But, uh, yeah. And everything about that show is just absolute genius. The marketing incredible. It's just such an iconic children's show. And I totally am on board with that. So good pick. Yeah. Uh, my number four is DuckTales. So, you know, we sang the theme song in the, in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> um, I also have all three seasons of this on DVD. Um, I don't know if there's actually they're called volumes of course I don't know if there's any more beyond that but just iconic Disney characters I love that they took you know the Donald Duck series of characters and made their own show with Huey Dewey and Louie um, you know Scrooge McDuck and all that stuff it's just really fun stuff again similar to the opening theme song just (laughs) so catchy I mean it's Arguably uh, the most catchy theme song. I randomly sing that in, like... In all of cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. I randomly sing that, like, whether it's in my head or just aloud. Yeah. Like, like where did that come from? Why yeah. am I... Yeah. And it's, it's, it's super so catchy, catchy. And even similar to just the adventures that go on, um, I just... it's It really just sparks imagination in kids because I remember my sister and I growing up, as I'm sure you and Lauren did too, just you kind of create these own scenarios in your head and you just play pretend. Like... Yeah, so... Whether it's house or it's yeah. like we're going to go adventuring in the forest and like I'm Mr. Whatever and you're going to be this macho character and we're going to just go adventuring and have fun. And, and similar to like DuckTales, it's like they just go on these crazy adventures. It's like kids shouldn't be going on, but it's just 
it just seems natural in our minds. Yeah, was it the uncle who was rich? Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. So I always wanted to be him, um, to go swimming through a pile of money. And uh, so when the... I think it was their, their grandpa. Because I, th- I think... Um, it was their uncle. I think Donald Duck is technically their uncle, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay. Yeah, un- well, uncle whatever. Donald. Some guy with a thing of money. Um, when the gold dollars came out, I every time I got a gold dollar, I would put oh, it yeah. in a thing and try to make my own swimming pool of money and then i realized that that's never possible that's when i broke my neck and i never walked again (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm currently paralyzed from the Uh, neck down but yeah so that was a disappointment um i think i got up to maybe 200 gold dollars did you really yeah no i had like a container in my closet that I would that's pretty cool put them away and then i realized i couldn't swim in money yeah and uh yeah that dream was crushed <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick, um, like your skull. Uh, so that was my number four. So what is your number four? So my number four is Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, that really, really hurts. <laughs> I was. Wait, 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 wait. No, are you doing the show on Netflix? Or are you doing the movie that was in between four? The movie doesn't count because remember, like, we were gonna do. A, we can do a whole other episode on on anime movies. We got the Page Master. We got. The DreamWorks movies we got. Crap. Okay. Well, then I didn't mean the cartoon, so it's still open for you. I'll go to my next one. Ooh. I meant the Star Wars movie with General Grievous. Okay. No, that that's that's a movie that's that you off can limits. Save Crap. for a movie lottery. Okay. So my next, which I doubt you've seen, is Kim Possible. No, I, I like Kim Possible. Okay, that's a good pick. I enjoyed that one. Um, the Rufus. Rufus, Ron, Kim. You have the because dude you, who sits in the chair. You had uh, classic voice actors because. Um, what was her name? Romano, something, uh, Romano. She, uh... Oh, yeah, she even was a Disney Channel. Even Stevens, the sister. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember. I know an interesting fact about her, but I can't say it on here. Yeah, probably don't. And then, um... Oh, the guy from The Brother in Boy Meets World. I can't remember his, his real-life name. Um, but he voiced uh, Ron. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I, I really like the whole... Chrissy Romano, I think is what it was. Sounds something familiar. Like yeah. yeah. It makes me want to sing, um, We Went to the Moon in 1969. Oh. <laughs> I sang that song for months after yeah. that episode released. So freaking, was it like an entire musical episode? Yeah, I think it was. Stevens? Yeah, because they were like in the middle of classroom. They just started like tapping on their desks. Well, she had no idea around. what she was doing. And then she just like, talk about the moon landing. Yeah. And then that's how I always remember. Yeah. We Went to the Moon, 1969. Oh my gosh. Not 1970, but a year mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, yikes. Um. So... Yeah, no, I always, I like their gadgets. That was cool. Shigo had awesome, like, green flame fists. So she was, like, almost like the alternate alter ego of Kim Possible. But she was an actual person, right? Yeah. And then there was other weird guy with, like, the little spy black glasses looking things. And he was, like, a blue. He was, like, blue. Yeah, was he was weird. blue. It was weird. Uh, but, yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah. I always wanted to be, like, a, <laughs> like, a female ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. No, Ow. no. Actually, Rick has uh, the little beep beep. Oh yeah, as his ringtone. Oh, does he? Yeah. So the first time I met him, I heard that go off. I'm like, "You're cool. We're friends. We're gonna be good roommates." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing that I couldn't use Star Wars, Clone Wars. I'm guessing that's coming up in your list then. Um, I have others. It's actually, it's kind of at the bottom, more like actually, reserve. I think I took, yeah, I think actually I might have taken it off because I thought it was going to be like one of your first picks. No, okay. mine, I, 
No, I didn't watch that so much. I mean, I went through most of all the seasons or whatever, but I really liked that movie a lot better. Okay, cool. Um, so that was your number yeah. four? Let me check. That um, was my number four. Okay. My number five, I know you're not going to take, so maybe I'll leave it off for a while. Yeah, I think I am going to. Um, my number five, then, is Pinky and the Brain. Uh, okay. So Steven Spielberg directed cartoon. You know, he did, like, the Animaniacs and Freakazoid and... Spielberg? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. That's surprising. It is, yeah. He did a lot of different things that people don't know about. He went from E.T. to Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Pinky and the Brain's... Absolutely phenomenal. From again, the the opening theme is super catchy. The banter between Pinky and Brain is absolutely hysterical. I mean, it's the writing is genius. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and I have all of the volumes for that too. If you want to borrow, I never got into that. That was one of the weird ones. I don't think I was really allowed to watch. It's the humor is the humor is in no way like there's no profanity. There's no like there's probably sexual innuendos in some places. They're everywhere in Disney and cartoons. Yeah, and, yeah, but um. But yeah, just again, they go on these crazy, stupid adventures. The Pinky asks him, well, Brain, what are we going to do tonight? And Brain's like, the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. And they just, they escape from their cages and they go on these crazy adventures. And it's just bonkers, hilarious, and you'd love it. It's seriously one of the greatest cartoons out there. And um, yeah, you definitely have to borrow the seasons because you would just have a riot. Yeah, maybe after The Simpsons. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So that's my number five. Nice. Um, so my number five, let's see, Tom and Jerry, Scooby-Doo, <laughs> so Kim Boswell was my number seven, so my next one is number eight. Okay. Uh, Zoids. Yeah, I was definitely yeah. not checking that. Yeah, well, I had a bunch of, like, the rest of them I don't think you've ever seen. That's fine, because most of mine you know of, but you either weren't allowed to watch, or I don't think you're just very, you're very <laughs> yeah. fond of them anyways, so we're yeah. good. Yeah, so Zoids, um, I think I talked about this one a little bit for, um... Horizon Zero Dawn because it was based off of Zoids. But basically yeah, the right. giant the premise is they're giant like robot animals. So like you have the Liger Zero which is based off of a tiger mm-hmm. or a lion or whatever. You have like wolves um but basically you get into the cockpit and they're like 5 10 stories tall and they just fight with these robots. Interesting. And um, there are different iterations of it. So you have like the Liger Zero, um, like the Blade Wolf and things. And then you had one where it was like this, uh, what was it? The Blade and Shield Liger, which mm-hmm. was like this blue, kind of also like a lion. Um, but then you had like little smaller robots. One who's like a little raptor thing. And his mm-hmm. name was Zeke. Nice. And he got in and like powered up with the co-pilot you have no idea what i'm talking about but it there but it sounds really interesting. no it's a cool show um yeah just robots and being able to pilot them around i used to draw a lot so um i think it was back in what fourth or fifth grade um my friend alexander and i would just like compete on like yeah this zoid here i drew him he has these weapons yeah Uh, mine can totally beat yours and it was all just all hypothetical yeah no, yeah, that's that's fun. I mean, fun. it's funny because you know, Lauren she'll geek out about Zoids, and I, Zoids. of course, I have no idea what they are. She has like a some kind of GameCube game about yeah. Zoids, and then she has like all like these like little metal like metal like figures. I mean, they have some weight to them yeah. over there on like her little collection of figurines. She has a whole like probably fifteen of them. Yeah, and uh, 
I, I think it's hilarious. I, I love it. I mean, I again, I have no idea what they are. I mean, I think the premise is great. They're basically like animal transformers. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think that's awesome. So uh, good pick. I, again, I've never gotten into it. And I probably never will at this point. But I'd like to play that, at least the GameCube game that she has. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So was that like a battle arena game where you just like yeah. fighting against each other? Well, they were like in, in a uh, what was that? Take into consideration that they're like ten stories tall. Okay, they're like in a five square mile arena, and I'm like, that's really tiny if you think the robots are ten stories tall, yeah. right? Yeah, you can clear if they're going sixty miles per hour. Yeah, five miles. Yeah, pretty quick. Pretty quick, but basically, you depending on if it's like a tournament or how they're doing it. If like there's raiders or things, mm-hmm. they just like fight and battle. Yeah, whether for a tournament or they're getting attacked by. Like people guarding a cave, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool, yeah. I'll definitely check that out. Um, sounds fun. So that was your number five. Uh, let me think here. What do I want to choose next? I'll probably just leave that for ten because I know you're not going to take it. Um, you're also not going to take those three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got to go with the Looney Tunes as my number six, just okay. in case you take it, because um, that's pretty much all encompassing. I mean, to a certain extent, you have. Um, I don't really know because I feel like each of the characters kind of had their own show. You had like Bugs Bunny had his own thing, the Bugs Bunny show, whatever it was called. Then there was um, uh, Elmer Fudd. The Elmer Fudd Hunt. Yeah, Is that Hunt. that's Bugs? That's Bunny. Bugs Bunny. And then of course there was the Roadrunner and uh, the Wiley e. Coyote had their like own show, Sylvester and Tweety. But I think a lot of them, like when you watch Looney Tunes, when that was on, whether it was Cartoon Network or um, Boomerang, Boomerang, it was just different snippets of those different cartoons all mashed together. So for me, that's another one where it was just like, it's so iconic. All of the characters, I can't show Space Jam to my kids without them seeing Looney Tunes first. They'd have the appreciation for the characters. Space Jam. (laughs) So. All um, right. (laughs) um, Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's such an iconic cartoon. Characters are great. That's another one that was just like, being so young, it's funny when you see other characters hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And so you just... Yeah, I love the pain of animals. Well, yeah. I mean, you know when Wiley e. Coyote explodes the Roadrunner, the Roadrunner runs him over, drops like a hundred ton weight on his head. It's just, yeah. it's hilarious. You laugh as a kid. Did you ever watch the Family Guy where he, the Roadrunner, actually gets killed and he goes into like a deep depression? Yeah. And doesn't know what to do with he's his like strung out on drugs or something like that too. <laughs> and it's like... And then he picks up, like, going door-to-door, like, promoting Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is hilarious. I yeah. do I do love, and, and this might be on your list, I don't have Family Guy on my list because I only love the first three to four seasons, and now there's, like, 12. Um, again, similar to The Simpsons, I love the old-school animation of the characters, and I also think that the jokes, they didn't try as hard. Now, like, Peter will sit there, like, holding his knee, like, oh, <laughs> For like 30, 45 seconds, and it's like, this isn't funny. Why are we it, trying so It depends so hard? on your type of comedy. Yeah, but I think the first three seasons of the of Family Guy, golden. Which also, believe it or not, Family Guy aired in 99. Wow. Well, then they got taken off of Fox for a while. Yeah. And then they got put back on Fox, I think. I don't really right. know the history behind that, but it doesn't, doesn't yeah, doesn't, I bet that, yeah. They gave Fox a lot of crap in their episodes after that. Oh happened. really? Because were they, were they taken off because of like the raunchiness of it, and they, the show was didn't. I don't know the of... reason. I, it might have been like popularity or something. But then they got re-signed, and then yeah, because yeah. it's gone downhill. I mean, I, I remember in high school, it was like I think maybe seventh grade uh, was when it was like peak peak popularity for me. I remember like there was some episode where 
Um, is it going downhill based off of the amount of times you hear about it because you're not talking about it as much? Or is it you just don't watch it anymore? No, it, it's... It, like, me, as far as... Me aside, popular. I think just, like, total viewership has just kind of gone down. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, time. Just, it's, natural it's natural with a 12-season show or whatever, but... Uh, like The Office. Yeah. Or Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walking I think Dead, Break- for sure. I think Breaking Bad, if anything, Went skyrocketed. Up. Yeah. Because the show didn't overstay its welcome. probably. Lost, probably the same thing. I don't know. I think Lost probably dipped in season That's three. That's a cult, though. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah. There's, like, a really strict following of Lost followers. And then there's, like, some of the casuals that were, like, I watched three seasons, and then I was lost. <laughs> and then they just, like, Why aren't watching. all the questions answered? Well, if you're watching it for everything to be answered, which is generally what I do. Yeah. But I'm cool with, like... Just pondering a little bit open endedness, which yeah. Lost certainly had, and a lot of you know, we should we could probably do an entire episode about Lost because it I is. Need to rewatch that. You do. Laura and I were actually talking about it when we were on vacation. Just like we need to get back into that show because I was looking for the box set. Actually, that's one of the things I was looking for. I was looking for Dragon Ball, which I'm probably not going to find at Walmart. Yeah, you probably and need then eBay Lost. That or Amazon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think go to Best Buy. I'm pretty sure they they have most of the because. I think Walmart kind of stays with all like their old school cartoons. That's probably where they make the most money. Yeah. And then if you go to Best Buy, you can find like Sons of Anarchy, Buffy, Angels, Battlestar Galactica, all those box sets, Game of Thrones, like, yeah. all that they have. They're doing Game of Thrones by season instead of like multiple seasons from what I saw. At Best Buy, they have, what is it, all six seasons or seven? Because the eighth one's going to be the last or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they have like all seven right now in a box set and then, which... Why would you do no, that? Just I, no, the, that, that would irritate me. Then you got one DVD for season sitting eight. Sitting on the side, yeah. Ugh. That just wrecks Ryan's cringy. So yeah. Get out of here with that garbage. Um, so Looney Tunes was six for me. What's your six? Um, my next one that I have on the list, I'm probably going to leave that for an honorable mention. Okay. Um, yeah, we should definitely do that. Yeah, so uh, let's see. I really like Archer. I don't know really? if... Really? Yeah. I, I haven't watched that. I know Lauren thinks it's hilarious. Oh, it's great. It's... I'm trying not to swear, but it's really sarcastic, and just Archer is a complete a-hole when it comes to things. And yeah. I really like that sense of humor, just dry and unforgiving, like really dark. I think that's on FX, um, because they get away with a lot of stuff on there. I mean, Sons of Anarchy aired on FX. I um, just watch it on Netflix. Okay, yeah, um, and of course on Netflix. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's basically, it's about a, um, a spy or a secret agent, and he just... It's kind of the office environment with all of his coworkers and those shenanigans and stuff. And then he just doesn't give a crap about, like, the rules. And he just goes off and does his own thing. And he's obviously not going to die. Yeah. But, like, he gets shot and he's just like, oh, whatever. And then just charges in. Okay. And he's just, he's a sarcastic piece of work. And it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I'd like to check it out. I mean, Lauren speaks highly of it and... It's definitely held in super it, high it, regard. So. It's high, somewhat highbrow humor. Like mm-hmm. some of the references that they're making, more so than like Family Guy, for sure. I have to look up because they reference like, yeah, this person, the founder of genetics or whatever. Yeah. And, and I was like, like wait, what? And I had to Google the person to be like, wow, that's, wow. That's clever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think jokes like that kind of keep you on your toes. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, my, so number seven now, I think I'm going to start getting into stuff that i won't know yeah well you'll know so like number seven for me i'll say is like rugrats it would have been a lot higher if i was doing this with like my sister because like we grew up on nickelodeon and yeah you and, you and lauren did not so the next slew of shows is pretty much all old school nickelodeon 
Um, so you weren't afraid that I would take those? Not at all. No, yeah. you're not. I mean, you've not seen an, a single episode of probably any of these shows. Um, I, I did see the, the what was it? They went to Paris or something? Rugrats in Paris. Yeah. yeah there, were, there were a couple movies. So there was Rugrats in Paris. There was Rugrats the movie, which I've probably seen like 500 times when Dill, the uh, Tommy's brother, was born. Mm-hmm. And they get like the rep- Reptar machine. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. The Reptar. Well, okay. So there's... Wasn't there a Reptar like Mobile or something? So that's the, that's the original movie. Okay. Is that, that the Paris out. one? No. Rugrats in Paris, um, Stu, the father, he like makes kids toys. They go over there because he's like built this like insanely large life-size not even life-size i mean this is like yeah a, like three stories tall reptar machine okay? okay and then at the end they like battle out with some other reptar machine or whatever but um but the ri- the, ori- <laughs> the original one's really good in the sense that like i forget what happens someone gets lost like dill gets taken or something like that and then all the babies um oh yeah okay so this is what happens the grandpa falls asleep and they're supposed to be creating off like toys or something to like another area in, in the country and then all the bait or dill or someone falls in and they have to go get the baby so they take the reptile machine they get lost in the wild and the parents start freaking out but um super good super yeah. super good my sister and i we actually had the vhs tape and it was like a uh, an orange vhs tape because nickelodeon and yeah uh, we watched it like five dozen times probably drove my mom nuts wasn't angelica like yeah the crazy one she was like the nutto like child with the the strung out yeah like the the mom was like super about business and work and then the father was like always trying to please his his angel and angelic angelic angelica daughter like she was yeah. treated her as like well, an angel our aunt got lauren an angelica doll and oh. we never watched it and it was the creepiest thing yeah and like to the extent that lauren didn't even take it home she just left it in our aunt's closet really <laughs> and i'm sure it Wait, well, it well hold on are you sure it was angelica or was it her doll cynthia because her cynthia no looks, it was angelica okay because yeah. her little doll cynthia looked freaking nuts yeah she was freaking like an annabelle over here yeah it was weirdo looking um no it's funny though because this isn't on my list but there was a second show that came out when i was like in middle school called all grown up Rugrats? Yeah. And it was so crazy to see, like, where the parents went because, like, Angelica's parents got divorced because... Really? They yeah. did... Div- they come yeah. in divorce? Yeah. It was weird. I mean, it's is And Rugrats was... Like, I I certainly don't doubt, like, or judge your mom for not allowing your parents... My, tons of my friends couldn't watch Rugrats because, first of all, the doctor's name was Lipschitz. Like, that was the... the oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like, that was the main doctor's name. It was like, okay, that's... You're essentially swearing in a children's show... Yeah, um, I mean, granted, there was a Z at the end, but pff, whatever. Um, it makes but, a difference. Yeah. But I feel like Rugrats perfectly encapsulated the minds of young kids because they would create these pretend scenarios where they would go on these insane adventures, whether they're exploring caves or just mountains or whatever. It was just, it was crazy. Like out of the box. Yeah. Out of the box. <laughs> yeah. Out We're singing way box. too much on this one. Uh, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, again... It, Perfectly encapsulated the minds of kids, and the movies were fun. Tons of Rugrat video games that I'm actually very fond of, too. Uh, so, yeah, I just, great show. Uh, but it definitely wasn't for all kids, that's for sure. Yeah, like me. Um, so, my next one is kind of a random one. Lauren and I were coming up with this list beforehand, and we wanted to include it. It was Hamtaro. Nice. <laughs> we, I mean, when we were kind of putting this on the list... We don't remember much of the plot besides the, it's just like a hamster, and they just go on crazy adventures, kind of like most of yours. You go on adventures, 
I mean, it's all just hamster-related drama. They also sing, like, crazy techno songs or something like that. Yeah. I, I just remember there being, like, some Hamtaro song that, like, went viral when I was, like, in maybe fourth or fifth grade well, or Lord, doesn't she have a Hamtaro game? Yeah, I bought her one on eBay couple, several months back, and then I think she has one. I think we have two of them. We had Hamtaro trading cards, too. Did you? Yeah. Nice. They were just, it was just adorable. Um, also, quick side note. So, when Laura and I were in this toy store, I saw Tech Decks. Tech decks. You remember those? Maybe. They were like the little finger snow, uh, skateboarding things. Oh, yeah. So they had like figurines that were like little like actual like index fingers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you would like use your index and middle finger to kind of like, you know, yeah. pop them around. That You had like little um, skate parks, that, like figurine things that you can do. Yeah. So my point there is we need to do a dedicated just like old school toys. You know, bop it. We got the, uh, what's that thing you put on your ankle and you like... Skip oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, skip it, bop it. But you got old... Yeah, there's a lot of, like... Beyblades. Beyblades. Uh, Transformers. A whole bunch of toys. Fig, just Star Wars figurines. Crazy like, Bones. Yeah, Crazy Bones. So um, just going to that toy store kind of just re-invoked this nostalgic love of toys. And so I think it'd be really fun to kind of talk about some of those old school toys. Is that why you're in massive debt now? <laughs> yes, exactly. All my, my three credit cards, they're all maxed out. I can't <laughs> get a loan from anyone. Lauren and I are on the street. So we're actually recording this uh, uh, at the side of a Denny's. Yeah, so if you, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you hear a bunch of traffic, it's the road out. We're eating pancakes for free, so it's actually not too bad. But uh, Yeah, from out back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. We're taking things way too far. That's um, all right. So Rugrats is my seven, Hamtaro Hamtaro. is your seven. So my eight is, of course, Hey Arnold. Um, Another Nickelodeon classic. Um, Something I also bought from uh, Walmart, the entire series. So fun. You had this just really humble young guy that was really not well off. He lived with his grandparents. Um, His name was Arnold, of course. Everyone called him Football Head because his his head was like literally shaped like a football. Mm -hmm. He um, had a little hat, and he looked like he was wearing a skirt, but it was actually just like a... uh, uh, like a plaid shirt under like a sweater. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But um, anyways, just, you know, he had an awesome friend named uh, Gerald. They just went on all kinds of fun stuff. In school, there were all these other characters. He had a psycho uh, girl named Helga that loved him secretly. She always gave him like a super hard time, but she had this like gross, like literally nearly psychotic, needs to be hospitalized shrine in her closet. So like she would like... We don't all have those? <laughs> no, no, we do not. But she like, like locks of people's hair and stuff. Okay, yeah, so she occasionally she would like take parts of his hair or like things that she was able to very slyly steal from him and like literally created out of all these different like little things a figurine, like a live figurine of Arnold and like a picture of him and just like, oh my sweet Arnold. <laughs> like just go into the closet and just like talk about. Okay, don't go into my closet at my apartment. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> No, it's super bizarre. So that was a little weird. But beyond that, uh, the show was great. Just, again, it was like when I was in elementary school, it kind of just had all these, like, similar, like, scenarios and yeah, just fun stuff. Um, the, my favorite episode, I think, though, is because there were these bullies. They were, like, the sixth graders because I think they were in fourth grade in the show. Okay. And all the sixth graders, there was this, like, really crazy bully. But, you know, every day, Harold and Gerald – or not Harold. Um, Harold, Harold, Gerald. Harold was the guy with the, the belly shirt and like the hat backwards and he had the big tooth showing. Um, Arnold and Gerald, the two best friends, they were getting thrown in trash cans down the street like almost every day. Mm. Most kids were. But eventually the fourth graders had this like super awesome, like they created this like hideout, okay? And they had like a bar that they had with like soda and it was like super chill. And so like I always had this like 
imagination of just like I wish like because I was I wasn't like bullied in elementary school yeah. but I still like had this I'm the one who knocks <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I had this awesome dream of just like wishing that I could create something like this for like my friends it was just like this because you, know, you always wanted to make forts as a kid oh I made plenty of forts even into college yeah pillow forts yeah the best Lauren and I had a date doing that once but this was like the ultimate fort okay so, everything is ultimate something yeah yeah um but yeah, Hanover's great. It's funny though because they recently came out with a movie that I have not seen because forever you never knew what really happened to Harry or not Harry's parents. They died in a they died in a car crash. Um, no, oh. they didn't. Ouch. Um, but uh, no, it's Harry Potter reference. Oh, I I ne- yeah okay. Maybe Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, no. Dursleys. They told. Anyways, wow, way over your head. Drink some coffee, brother. <laughs> yeah. um, you never. Really I thought you were still talking about Hey Arnold. <laughs> no, I he, was like, because I don't, I've never, I wasn't allowed to watch that one too. So I thought Harry was someone in there that no. died. And I was like, ouch, that's a, another rough show. No. Shrines and death by cars. <laughs> no, but you never really knew what happened to Arnold's parents. They were like, I don't know if they ever hinted at it, but they basically went out in the jungle, like the Amazon or something, and were exploring. Mm-hmm. They recently, a movie went to theaters for like maybe a week or something like that. Hopefully it comes to the DVD. Um, and you find out what happened to Arnold's parents. And I think they're still alive. I don't really know. But, uh, yeah. So kind of interesting. Thing happened to Tarzan's parents. Exactly. No. Jaguars. Yep. Kill them all. But, no, basically, you know, it's interesting that, like, 15 years later, they came out with, like, a, a movie. Hey, saying, here's a cliffhanger. Exactly. Like, letting people know, like, hey, we don't, we're not leaving you hanging. We're coming out with a movie 15 later, years later to let you know what actually happened to Arnold's parents. But Which is still kind of leaving you hanging. Yeah. It's like, pfft. Wow, I'm like, I'm graduated from college, I'm married now. I have now. to pay taxes now. Thanks, I really am curious <laughs> yeah. what his parents... Yeah, I don't, are... get, I don't get $7 a week from allowance anymore, so I can't even afford the movie, but... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't right. get allowance anymore. What's your number eight? I have Teen Titans. Nice. Yeah, so you... That's the one you haven't seen, right? And then Danny Phantom is the one you have seen. That's correct, yeah. But yeah. I wasn't... You weren't big into Danny Phantom. Correct. Um, so Teen Titans, um, it's in the DC universe. So Robin is the main guy who's actually Batman's sidekick, which took I am just putting now together. Which blew my mind when I figured that out like a couple years ago. Really is baffling to me. I guess you didn't watch the animated series, so you wouldn't like know, but Yeah. What? Oh I knew like I knew Robin was Batman's sidekick, but I never put that Teen Titans, like this little group of teenage heroes. That was his actual, like, eventual sidekick. Okay. So you had, like, Starfire, which was just, like, an alien girl who shot energy. You had Beast Boy, who turned into a bunch of animals. You had Cyborg, which I guess could potentially be the Cyborg for Justice League. And then you had um, Raven, who did, like, dark energy psychic powers. And, um, yeah, they just went on adventures, fought different villains uh, slade was the kind of main guy he reminds you of uh, i don't there's another dc um villain who has like the same type of mask um but his name is escaping me right now but yeah no it was a really good show i always wanted to be beast boy yeah just change into a bunch of animals nice yeah because you asked me that question we did like our uh yeah danny phantom versus mm-hmm. yeah beast boy cool yeah it's it's definitely a show I want to watch eventually. If, I don't know if they would ever release something like that on DVD. They'd probably release they probably release the newer show faster than they would the original show because now it's there's... Prob- the original's probably on DVD from way back in the day. I hope so. I mean, 
I love DC. I love comic book stuff. So it'd be fun to watch that show nowadays. Yeah. But my number nine is also a show you... I, I doubt that your mom would like ban you from watching this because it's really not bad at all. But we are riders on a mission. Action kids in play position. Rocket power. Yeah, I never watched that or Recess. Okay, so Recess was Disney. Loved it. That's was probably, it? Yeah, it was Disney. That's, okay. that's an honorable mention for me. But Rocket Power was so awesome because I was huge, huge, huge into backyard sports. Um, it kind of reminded me of the, the Goofy movie, the second one, when they go to like, the extreme College? sports. Yeah, and they do like the extreme sports thing, yeah. and, and uh, Goofy comes and visits Max and everything. But um, they did everything. They, you know, they were snowboarding, skateboarding, um, snowboarding surfing the whole nine yards yeah. um plus there was tito that had all of his hawaiian wisdom you know what the ancient hawaiians used to say he'd always like come in with some crazy because like like yoda yeah essentially like the he's sage of the precisely and so their dad tito or no so tito's the hawaiian dude because there was otto and uh reg Re- Re- reggie that were brother and sister and their dad worked at what was it called like the shake shack or something like that or shake weight I don't know what it was, but he worked at like basically the local burger joint because they lived like at, at the pier. Like that's where their dad worked. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like this super awesome guy, but just their adventures with all this like extreme sports type stuff was just super appealing to me. And um, Otto and what's his, what's his uh, best friend's name? That's going to kill me. But they would always do like the wiggity, 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 wiggity. And, like they're like little thing. So it was like they're like their secret handshake. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like the... Um... What's alfalfa's like the under the chin thing? Is that like uh the little rascals? Yeah, little rascals. Okay. Um, well, it's like you know Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince when they do like their little yeah thing when they walk yeah. by each other, or whatever. Um, yeah. So I love Rocket Power. Uh, I have some of the video games for that as well. Uh, but just a great show. I was so so happy when that show came on. But uh, yeah, good stuff. That's my number nine. Which number nine? Uh, I put Bob's Burgers. Okay, this is another one I haven't watched, but I've watched a few episodes, and it is is very, very funny. Yeah, it's the voice actor for Bob, the main guy who owns Bob's Burgers, the burger joint, obviously, um, is the same guy who voices Archer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's similar. It's less raunchy, but still, like, very sarcastic, same style. Mm-hmm. As I really like the sarcastic, just not pulling punches um, kind of all in your face, but somewhat highbrow sense of humor. So yeah, it's another one along those lines of Archer. Yeah. Nice, worth watching. I think both they t- ended up having, or they took it off of Netflix along with Family Guy. Um, Archer's still on Netflix, but it's on Hulu now. Oh, okay, so who Family Guy and Bob's Burgers are on Hulu? Cool. Okay, yeah, I have to check it out. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, I love. I feel like that's one of the shows where like whether you're working from home. Or just yeah. doing something mindless, playing a video game. It's fun to just turn that on and kind of listen to it in the background. Yeah, it's definitely a good background. Um, so my number 10, I saved it because I wanted to get some of my other picks to make sure that you didn't pick them. Um, yeah. But I couldn't... I mean, this would honestly... This would probably be my number one next to Scooby-Doo. And that, that is Batman the Animated Series. Okay. So you have Kevin Conroy voicing... So me crapping on Batman last really time. Really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Really hurt, bro. Like, that was like when you said you didn't like the Goonies. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, I can um, pick some other things I don't like. Yeah, let's but... not even go there, all right? Um, you like quesadillas, right? Oh, 
I was actually debating because I don't have stuff and my mom wants to see me in the... Yeah. Because it's been like three weeks. She said she'll make you a quesadilla. No, I was going to go over with the chicken I brought over here yeah. and make Bro, a quesadilla. Bro, go get a quesadilla from your mom. <laughs> so. All right. Whoa. Yeah. Shaking the table. It's okay. Um, but yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm going to call my buddy. I'm going to call him back. Um, but anyways... Batman the Animated Series is just absolutely fantastic. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, Mar- actually, Mark. My, the boy, <laughs> my boy who made us the logo is calling me right now because he, yeah, he has to have some things to talk about, so I'll call him back after the show. But anyways, uh, no, Batman the Animated Series is so good because Kevin Con- Conroy's Batman, Mark Hamill as, of course, the Joker. It's just amazing how they were able to really perfectly... It's just a perfect depiction of the comic book to cartoon, and it's so dark... Um, it really just encapsulates encapsulates who Batman is mm-hmm. and Bruce Wayne. They show both sides. Um, you have all the iconic characters in there. You know the Commissioner Gordon, um, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I forget her name, but he's like Batman's sidekick on all of his missions. And you see all the iconic villains from Joker, Riddler, Penguin. Uh, Penguin. All of them are in the show. It's like five seasons. I only have the first actually, um, but I, I'd like to get the complete series for that because it, it really is something special and i think i think it's the definitive cartoon superhero show because you know they they have x-men they have spider-man they have justice league they have teen titans they have all these different shows no i've heard really good things about that but batman anime series is so good and um you know we'll talk about honorable mentions but batman beyond is not on my list um but it's it's right there because that that show is also spectacular it's Mm -hmm. so good because it's batman is actually in his 70s he's completely retired of course he has heart issues of course alfred's long gone all of um commissioner gordon's gone his daughter's actually the new commissioner um you know the chief of police and this this young boy who's 16 batman kind of brings under his wing after his huh under his wing oh (laughs) after (laughs) after his uh after this young boy's Terry is his name, his father's murdered um, by this this gang called like the Jokers with a Z. Okay. Yeah, and um, they always put Z's in there. Yeah, just, for... just to change the things up. Yeah. Uh, but what's really amazing, and I want to encourage you guys to watch this movie. You don't really necessarily have to watch the entire Batman Beyond series to to watch this movie. Watch Batman Beyond: The Joker Returns. It's one of the darkest. It may even be rated R cartoons I've ever seen. Really? But it's really, it's also something very special. And I actually have it on Blu-ray, so I can let you borrow it. Um, but it was kind of like a spinoff movie that came um, out as a result of this cartoon. And this aired, I think, late 90s, shortly thereafter, after animated series. The movie itself, I think, came out like in 2000. Uh, but wow. Both shows are great. Batman animated series, I think, takes takes yeah. it because it just came out first. And Yeah, I was watching some things on uh, Mark Hamill and going into getting that role and being super excited about it. Yeah, and he's... Going through his experiences with that, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, and just to see videos of him do the voice, it's it's really just creepy, but he does it so well. Well, Oxford does these talks, and he was one of the guests, and he was going into, like, obviously playing Luke and things, but then also going to this Batman animated series... And it was pretty cool. Those well, are worth watching. Like the Oxford talks where they have people come in and they discuss. So it's, it's kind of like TED Talks type of thing? Kind of, except... Yeah, kind of. Okay. Except it's not so much someone on stage, but they have like a bunch of questions. It's like a dialogue and back and forth. Yeah, it's when like the Oxford Auditorium. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, because... it's, it's, a, it's a, he's, He has a really good one. So and it's, it's funny watching. because like early on, like maybe like middle school age for me, 
Mark Hamill. I, again, at that point, I wasn't like super into like. I'm stupid like and weird. I, I I like to learn actresses and actresses. I like to learn about them, their names and roles they play, directors. So I know a lot about that kind of stuff. But when I started watching Batman animated series, and I found out that Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker, I had no idea that he had this really robust filmography of voice acting and video games and movies, yeah. um, cartoons and stuff. He didn't just do Star Wars. Like he was, yeah, had really made a name for himself, especially in voice work, which I think is phenomenal. I think it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I'll let you borrow the first season of that too. And Batman, uh, or Batman Beyond mm-hmm. Joker Returns. Really cool stuff. But okay. yeah. So what's your number 10? Um, so I have Danny Phantom. Okay. As my number 10. Cool. Um, he was just, I wanted his powers as a kid. Um, just going ghost, being able to go invisible, going in like, in and possessing someone or just, yeah, walking around as that person. Um, it was just a cool concept. Uh, not so much the cookie cutter, what we're used to from Marvel or from DC. It was just a new spin on a cartoon or as a, a superhero, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. Were there any other... So before we get into our honorable mentions, um, you know, you come home from school, you'd, you'd flip on Cartoon Network or Disney Channel. Were there ever any cartoons that you were just like, oh, I really hope this isn't on today? I mean, generally that was already preset, you know, like... Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at three o'clock, Fairly Odd Parents was going to come on. But were there ever any cartoons that you were just like, "Oh gosh, I don't want to watch this"? Um, not. I really just knew the times that my shows were on, yeah. and that's when I watched it, or else I was outside. I mean, for Zoids, it was on in the morning, so I would wake up at six, mm-hmm. and my dad thought it was nuts because, I mean, now being in the real like working world. If I could sleep in to like six instead of getting up at six to watch Zoids, <laughs> like I was downstairs, I wasn't drinking coffee yet, but like I was eating my breakfast, watching Zoids, and my dad was heading out for work. Yeah. So he would just see me. He's like, oh God, he's watching freaking Zoids. Yeah. So, yeah, I usually watched it before and then watched whatever show like Pokemon in the afternoon and mm-hmm. then played outside and yeah. did some homework. Yeah. What about you? There's really, so the first one that kind of just came into my mind was um, Chalk Zone. Chalk, that sounds familiar. The concept is amazing. So cool. I mean, this this guy basically has a piece of chalk, magical. He draws it on the board, and he goes into like a chalk-like world, and he has like Chalk Man or whatever, this guy like in a blue cape or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's almost like he goes into like the fifth dimension of like chalk and like goes on all, similar to like Danny Phantom when he goes ghost or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But whenever that came on, for whatever reason, I was just like, I have no desire to watch the show. Um, some other ones that maybe if I actually watched them, I would like. It's just I, I looked at it and I was like, I don't think I would enjoy this. Like Ren and Stimpy, The Angry Beavers, um, Ah, Real Monsters. It's like literally no. like Ah, Real Monsters. We watched um, a lot of PBS. So you had Arthur. That was good. Then- PB&J Otter. Oh, that was Disney. That was Disney. What? PB&J Otter. They were little no. otters, little family. No, this is Arthur. Oh, like, dude, the yeah. anteater guy. I know. I'm just saying, like, I, I when you said I, that, I PBS, probably, I, I probably thought, have seen yeah. that. It's just I can't picture it right now. Then um, there was one with dragons. Oh, Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Good stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. And then there was one where it was it was really animated, but they had like a robotic bird, and they went on missions. I think it was on PBS. I don't remember that one. Lauren would know because we watched this a lot. Okay. But I forgot about Dragon Tales. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Um 
So yeah, we kind of get in some honorable mentions. Uh, so maybe just I'll go down my list. Uh, Batman Beyond, of course, I spoke about that. Mm-hmm. Timon and Pumbaa. I liked a lot of the Disney spinoff TV shows. Yeah. So there was Timon and Pumbaa. There was an Aladdin TV show. Um, I never watched it, but I had friends that adored it. it was The Stitch, Lilo and Stitch TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really liked that one. I never watched it. Um, I love the movie. I just never, for whatever reason, never got into like. The I always drew the creatures TV like show. to make up my own creatures. Yeah, because they were like different Stitch type. Yeah, there was like hundreds of them. Yeah. So like each episode featured a new creature. Yeah. Because I think it was at the end of Lilo and Stitch. Was there two of Lilo? There, and I think Stitch? there was two movies. I, I think, never saw the second. I think it was one. the second one. But basically, they had these like little spheres, and then they were like water capsules. And they would just get into water, and then these creatures would pop up. Kind of so, so stealing. It's the, kind of like Jurassic Park. Okay, I was gonna say you're stealing a note from Dragon Ball Z, like little capsule corp. Yeah, like, kind of. It was more like the DNA in the shaving cream bottle from Jurassic Park. Kind okay, of thing. gotcha, gotcha. So when it got wet, this creature would pop up. Um, so that was cool. Each episode was something new. Um, nice. Yeah, so I draw a bunch of creatures with, like, start writing like short stories with them. Yeah, that's, yeah. I like it. Um, some of the other ones that I have here, of course, Pokemon, you took that, yeah. uh, the Clone Wars, I adore. I mean, I, yeah. I think that show doesn't get the appreciation it deserves because it, certainly Attack of the Clones is garbage. I think it's the worst. Did I, I think Attack of the Clones is the worst, uh, Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure I put that as my worst. Yeah. I Cause I, so. I certainly, yeah, I like Phantom Menace more than that. I think um, we both put that. And I think honestly, you just like remove Attack of the Clones from the, the Star Wars universe canon and you push in the Clone Wars series, and it's amazing. That plus the movie. Yeah, and I'll, I have to say this. I have not seen the movie. I hate you. I know. Mark, the guy that just called me, actually adores that movie because the animation style was different than the, the show, Yeah, and he loves that, and you uh, you high praise for the story. It's like apparently. an hour and a half, and it goes through, like, it's what Star Wars clone, or whatever the Attack second of the movie, Attack of the Clones should, should have been. Mm-hmm. It's right after the Clone Wars hits, less romance, and it's like Mace Windu being a Banff. Yeah. It's like Anakin, how he gets his scar, like his trial and becoming a Jedi Knight. The scar over his yeah. right eye. Did we never learn how that no, happened? No, you never know. And it's why General Grievous is coughing. Yeah. General Grievous, just his introduction to him being awesome. Yeah. And that's why the third one was disappointing because they didn't show or use him more. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much that goes on, like how the Chancellor gets captured. Yeah. Like all of that is wrapped into it. You need to see that. It's on YouTube. Because, yeah, in Revenge of the Sith, the beginning. Just take an hour today. Yeah. Have a coffee and watch it. I think that's on Netflix, though, too. It might be. I'm pretty sure it is because when I search Clone Wars, they're both there. I, I always watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, but plus, I mean, Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars character. And to be able to see her developed as Snips and just see the relationship between Anakin. Because, of course, you get the full development of Obi-Wan kind of having Anakin as his Padawan. But you never see in Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones that Anakin had his own Padawan. Mm-hmm. And they never developed that. And it's so unfortunate that you never see her in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, I don't think she's in there. No, she's not. She's Octo or whatever's in there because you, you see her like get killed or whatever. Um, the one that also has like the similar oh like, yeah, yeah the same species yeah um but yeah no I think the Clone Wars is, is so great there's so many side stories you see other characters develop you see Yoda Mace Windu of course it's focused mainly on Anakin and Ahsoka and I think that's also why it makes 
um, Rebels so special with with Ahsoka Fulcrum coming into that show because you saw her for five seasons as this like I don't want to say measly because she was definitely very powerful and strong, but she's so much more mature now and in, in Rebels and it's just so awesome to see yeah. her. that reveal with her white lightsabers. It was just like that's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's so great. And five seasons, all on Netflix. Watch it. It's so good. And I think you just get such more greater appreciation for for the characters. You also see the progression um, of Anakin's anger in the TV show, especially towards the end of the seasons. You even see Ahsoka questioning some of his choices. And it's just, you see him becoming Vader. And so yeah. it makes so much more sense when Revenge of the Sith starts to, to let he, he kills Dooku. He does all these things. And it makes the transition so much more natural. Yeah. So. No, it's a really good yeah, um, show. Spectacular Spider-Man. It's a newer Spider-Man. The theme song is so awesome. Just check it out. Look it up on YouTube. It's fantastic. Um, the 94 Spider-Man series is also great. Um, you got more of a beefier Spider-Man. I actually had a um, an actual doll of that character when I was growing up. You could like remove his mask and everything. It was kind of cool. Uh, but Spectacular Spider-Man, I like SpongeBob. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Rockwood's Modern Life was an older school um, cartoon on Nickelodeon that I enjoyed. Recess, Disney. Yeah. I like all those. Yeah, all very good. I only came up with 15, so I have Family Guy, which we kind of discussed already. Yep. And then Dragon Ball Z, which we kind of discussed already. And then you took out Star Wars, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the movie. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Cool. Yeah, and like we said in the beginning of the episode, it's just so unfortunate that um, we just don't have those great cartoons these days. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? You didn't put Rick and Morty on your list. Oh, crap. I totally didn't. I didn't, even, would... I didn't even put it here because I, I was like, well, I, it's going to be his first choice. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah. Because I, I was going down the list of like popular cartoons yeah. from like the old ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, Rick and Morty. Would be like oh, way up there for you. Yeah, that's definitely way up there. For me, too. Like, I again, I didn't put it because we I was watched like, like an entire season when you guys came over. We had a few night. drinks and ate like three pizzas. I was dying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so funny. It's a very specific type of humor. It like, is. not everyone will find it no, funny. No. But and it's raunchy. Like, I'm warning you now. It's it it it's probably like between Family Guy and South Park levels of raunchy. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. But it's I, not, I don't think there's like any sexual humor. It's just some of like the language is pretty harsh. Yeah. Cause basically the Morty is like the grandson of Rick and Rick is just this science guy and just, he doesn't understand emotions or like any of that or just sees it from purely a scientific perspective. He's also an alcoholic. He's also <laughs> very much an alcoholic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, I might go home and watch that instead yeah yeah i have all of the seasons on blu-ray in my wish list for amazon because they're like 15 bucks a piece yeah because we went i don't know what we were doing or why you and lauren were over but it was a friday heck why why were we (laughs) visiting you that just sounds like a horrible idea i don't know why but you guys were over on a friday night and we were we went to walmart for some reason and we got like pink moscato like two pizzas and then we picked up rick and morty season one yeah and we watched through. Like, Lauren and I were like, "We'll grab, we'll grab the booze and pizzas, and you grab the the show, the, show. the entertainment." Because mm-hmm. we were like, "What movie should we get?" And then we saw that, and you like literally ripped it off the shelf, like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very decisive person. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, so, so good, so funny. I mean, I might go buy season two. You and should. Then you guys I was can borrow it. Like crying. I mean, some of the stuff is just so funny, 
and uh, you need to get some of the pop because I know I bought you Deadpool for the pop fi- final. Oh, figure. I do. I need to start. Yeah, because they have well, Rick and Morty. They have Pickle Rick. They have. I'm Lee. just started now after like five months decorating my apartment. Um, so yesterday I got a Star Wars poster. I got a Mariner's map. Um, or not poster, like a plaque. Yeah. Um, that I still have to hang out, and then I got like a rainbow cow head that I'm putting over my fireplace. <laughs> because why the heck not? <laughs> no, I saw it in because I was in Walmart and I was like, crap, my walls are so bare right now. Um, so I walked down the picture aisle because I was getting some stuff in that area. I was like, why is there a rainbow cow? And then I re- came and made a new list and came back later that night. I was like. I need this rainbow cow above my fireplace. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's an excellent... Uh, Makes me laugh every time choice. I see it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Did you have any other cartoons you want to talk about? No, just those honorable mentions. Awesome. So yeah, I, we, you know, I came back from vacation. We didn't have a lot of prep time. So I was just like, what's something fun that we can do? Talk about Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Something Ryan and I definitely grew up watching and enjoy and even to this day still love. So hopefully you guys found some appreciation and love the episode. You know, some... Nostalgia factor. Yeah, trip, uh, take a time machine back in time when you were enjoying Saturday morning cartoons, which is just a lost art these days, I think. Uh, but definitely write into the show some of your favorites if we missed out on any. And why the Goonies is also bad. No, why the Goonies is <laughs> one of the greatest a comment, please. 80s movies of all time. Gosh, get out of here with that garbage. Uh, um, yeah. Man, you've, you'll have such a much greater appreciation for, for Samwise when you watch that movie. He's been on previous adventures before, before the Shire days, before Mordor. He found the lost treasure. <laughs> yeah, because that, yeah, that yeah. compares to Mount Doom and <sighs> Belrogs. Gosh, get out of here. Um, all right, guys. So thank you for watching the episode. You can write into the podcast at otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com. My name is Russ. You can find me on Twitter at relewis2011, uh, where I post all of the new, uh, you know, if we're going to cover a particular episode, you know, you can write into the episode. I'll post that early in the week for questions. Uh, Ryan's not on Twitter, so just, yeah. Yeah, just, I am on Twitter vicariously through Rusty, so do Rusty stuff. Yeah, and then, again, we would really appreciate it if you guys would drop an iTunes review. Very simple, go to iTunes, leave a rating between one and five stars. If you are feeling super ambitious, you can actually write a quick review as well. We'd greatly appreciate it. It helps us get, kind of, um, recognized more in the podcast gaming community on iTunes. So, really appreciate it. Find the podcast on Podbean and iTunes. And uh, that's all we have for this episode. It's a wrap. So, uh, Ryan, anything else to say? No. All right. No, I'm good. We'll see you guys next time with hopefully the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pitor himself. See ya. Bye.